I want me some glory hope. Football Glory Hole Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Bo Stevens, and I'm joined as always here on the sports patio by my good buddy Longhorn. We list on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spreaker, iHeartRadio. We thank each and every Glory Hole singer for tuning in this week. Alright, boys and girls, here we go for week 18, the good, the bad, and the hard you fucking kidding me. And now it's time for the good. Oh, that's good! That's good! Well, that's just fucking great! That's just fucking great! The bad! Is this bad? Is this bad? Well, that's fucking not good. And the are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it, are you fucking with me? As always, we start off with a good, lots of good last week. First of all, NFL free pick, big dick pick, numbers geek, do no wall. Oh, on the Tennessee Titans plus five and a half. We also had it in our contest. Both of us did. We gave it out to the clients. Longhorn, I believe the FGH boys had this one covered from all angles. Look, I told you guys on Monday, Longhorn's getting hot on the big dick picks. That's three in a row. After a tough slate this season, but he's getting closer to 500, and uh, and these things go in streaks. I told y'all on Monday, pay attention. These things go in streaks. Longhorn, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's a it's a fun when a uh, plan comes together like that, and just a send off, perfect send off for um, what is this coach's name? Drawing a blank. Anyway, perfect send off. Yeah, Vrabel, Vrabel and Henry, uh, classic Vrabel spot, underdog at home, and just. Uh, you know, everything just fell into place on that one. And um, as far as, uh, well, get, get to the rest of it before, before we get into all that. All right. Uh, Danger Zone and Numbers Geek pick number two on the Giants. And Longhorn had that in his contest. Uh, Danger Zone, not too bad on the year, eight and nine. So not too shabby there. Uh, that was a total quit job by Philly. Man, Philly's a pretty much dead team walking, but you know, Longhorn. Let's give uh, let's give the Giants their flowers. They finished the season strong, and uh, good for them. Good for Dayball keeps those guys fighting, man. And uh, Tyrod Taylor, you know, mm-hmm. like we said, he's a real NFL quarterback. When you have a real NFL quarterback, you know, you always have at least have a chance in the game. Yeah, especially when you know, like we talked about in the podcast, is Philly even a good team anymore? I'm just not sure, and they got injuries stacking up now going into the into the playoffs. So, seems like a dead team walking. Um, and just a quick, I know you didn't you didn't say it because you don't know, but on our um, on our official picks, I made the uh, 
I made the mistake of putting in the Giants instead of the Redskins, which turned out to be a good mistake. Uh, hey! Don't know how I missed. I had a lot going on last week, and I could I just I don't know. We we love the Giants. We love Tennessee. And when you sent me Washington and Tennessee, my brain I guess uh, subconsciously said, "Nope, that's stupid. We're not doing that." And so the clients got Giants Tennessee. We got Giants Tennessee. Sometimes um, mistakes work out in your favor, and it did. Well, look at that then. Two and one for the week for the clients. Hot damn. That's good. Mm, got, uh, got another surprise for you. Another good surprise coming up for you later. All right. A <laughs> college free pick of the week on the Jackrabbits of South Dakota. Minus 13. Mm. Never doubting that one. College free picks finished <clears> on a two and one run. So I'm sorry to the fake crowd, but that one's over now. Two and oh on the free picks from the podcast this week. So good finish the regular season for us there. Uh, the round robin I gave out on Monday went two and two. Do no Wong's one and one. Eh, sister kissing there. Numbers geek picks of the week went two and one, which is what I expected. I said they weren't going to go three and zero oh, um, on the podcast. Seven and five on the season for me on those. Not too shabby. The second most profitable thing from the podcast this season, but the first most profitable thing. Oh, the Longhorn lock of the week. It hit again. Mm-hmm. Full unit play on this one. Look, Longhorn even said on the podcast, he had the Jets on the teaser, so he was picking New England, so his Jets teaser would hit. Mm-hmm. So even he finally jumped on board. The Nailed greatest it. fame train possibly of all fucking time. Look, we just simply faded Longhorn's opinion on every call he made on New England games. I've never seen anything like it. No. Sadly for us, New England did not make the playoffs, so we will have to wait till <laughs> next year to see if Longhorn can match that greatness again. But rest assured, boys and girls, the Longhorn Lock of the Week will live on. Now, maybe it's not New England next year. Maybe it's a different team. But oh, I've be, got my faith. I got faith in my boy that he can deliver. Well, look, there's always I mean, every this happens with every handicapper and I would imagine every sport, but there's always one team that just kind of um There's always one gets you that year. And for me it was certainly New England, and we'll see which team it is next year. But I promise you, whichever team it is next year, I will stop the bleeding at three losses in the super contest. Not six. (laughs) Six goddamn losses. And I and I I don't I'll just um I don't know about the um that being the the profitable or you know, second profitable, whatever you said, because the teasers remain hot they were hot again. no it was definitely the most profitable thing that we gave out on the podcast each and every week yes the only un- other thing officially yes yeah the only other thing that we gave out that was profitable was my um other than the clients picks obviously was the number geek numbers geeks picks of the week yeah so yeah hey man it, whatever makes you money i, I look you, i mean if you want to make money you know on things like that, if it works, it fucking works, and just write it out. I mean, this is this is not a it's not an exact science. So if it works, it works. Hell yeah, man! These things go in streaks. You just got to go with it, man. That's what I've learned. Stop. You just can't fight things. They are what they are, and just fucking roll with it. Yeah. Uh, us on the season totals for wins losses five and four. I'll take that all day every day. Not the best year we've ever had, but you know what? We really end up just getting screwed by a two rookie quarterbacks two quarterbacks um which you know historically that's been pretty good for us to fade so i guess it was time we paid the piper a bit look stroud screwed us by being one of the best rookie quarterbacks of all time which honestly i don't even mind that because god knows this league needs more good young quarterbacks so that one doesn't bother me to lose the one that 
you know, really hurts for me is the Indy, uh, you know, because that fucking spaz from Florida couldn't stop banging his head into people, so got hurt, and um, <clears throat> the stash came in and spaz Spared everybody to death and got over the win total. That was the one that was real nut kicker for me, honestly. Yeah, that was um, a couple teams interesting and and I just can't. I'm ar- I'm already. It sucks the season's over, but I'm already like looking forward to you know roster moves, the draft, you know, like who's going where, and and looking forward to players like you know Richardson going neck into next year, and of course Stroud and. Not so much. Seventy games Young. he plays where he fucking bangs his head into another goddamn goalpost or something and is out again. I mean, it's he's got to he's gonna have to learn. They usually don't, but he's gonna he's gonna have to. All right, other notes for that: the Cincy Indy teaser hits. Uh, you know, I know we've had tickets to make playoffs. Me personally, Buffalo to make the playoffs ticket hit, and the Rams. So I made a little money this weekend, but not honestly, not too much. Um, Ended up in the black, but definitely the least profitable weekend for me in the last six weeks or so. But Longhorn, I know you had a big weekend courtesy of those uh, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good weekend for me. Uh, would have been, you know, would have been better if you know a couple things went differently. Uh, the the middle in the Buffalo Miami that was a, that was a good middle there. Uh, uh, the Arizona didn't quite middle, but you know that the T's the T's hit, but Seattle didn't cover the two and a half. But um, thank God they won the game. Let's just say that for season totals because that would have that would have not been good for us. Yeah, that would have sucked real fucking bad. Um, you got anything else on the good side? I mean, other than the uh, official teaser of the week hit for the clients and us and it was oh is that my second happy surprise yeah it was I'm trying to remember who it was now oh it was a uh, chicago up to plus nine and who the fuck was the other one I'm drawing a blank now um i would guess the jets no it actually wasn't the jets who oh arizona it was arizona and um chicago so yeah well, I'm going to have to adjust my books. Thank God Chicago fucking hung in there for they, that. They scraped it out, but yeah, 3-0 and in the NFL. Well, fuck yeah. I thought we so we didn't have Baltimore either? Not officially, no. Oh, okay. Sweet. So 3-0. and All right. Oh, we'll fucking take that. Hell yeah. Um, I think that's all I got on the good side, but... Even better than I... Even better week than I thought we had, so that's fucking awesome. Yeah. All right, moving on to the bad. Us in the contest, two and three both. Two mm. years in, we still stink. But look, man, Longhorn made a big improvement this year. Six game improvement over last year. Uh, made it over the five hundred mark. So congrats to him. I got way fucking worse. I barely crawled over five hundred. Uh, overall, we just stink. There's no other way to say it. The only comforting part is at least we're only losing our own money and nobody else's. But, man, I got to be honest. If I had to sign up again right now, I definitely would pass. It's just not suited. The way that I build these systems mm. and, you know, we have a sniff making a fucking dollar in two years. And it ain't exactly cheap to get into these contests. Uh, now, maybe I'll feel differently by the time summer comes around. Uh, or maybe I'll just sponsor half a Longhorn's entry and hope he can keep fucking making headway. I don't know. I'm about to say, we'll see. It, it's my favorite thing to do. And I, I know that 
I'm going to place. I don't, you know, win. I don't know, but like, I'm going to place in one of these. I'm going to win one of these quarters at some point. Now it might take, you know, it could take fucking 10 years, but I'm going to at some point. Well, I hope you do, buddy. I hope you do. Maybe I'll just put in half your entry fee and let you get get after it. Hopefully Manifest help you. destiny. Manifest destiny. It will happen. <laughs> All right. Well, what didn't happen? Longhorn and his sounders. Whoa. <clears throat> um, yeah, so sounder on Baltimore. Look, I got to take half the blame on that one, too. I love that pick. We both had the contest. <laughs> I'd I do the same we- pick again. I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I'd fucking bet them all again, probably. Oh, no, you wouldn't bet them all again. But uh, I would bet Baltimore again. Look, Huntley was bad, but we knew it was bad. But the thing that I guess I didn't take most into account was if Baltimore was going to pull all of his weapons, then I've got Huntley, then it's a problem. But, I mean, we're one fucking broken touchdown away from covering that. So, whatever. Uh, That just, that sucked, though. Uh Longhorn at the Sounder on Indy. He went against one of my best bets of the week and one of my round-robin picks, and I had it in my contest. Like, you guys know how that goes, so I'm sure immediately all of you backed Houston. So, Longhorn, I don't think you cost any money from anybody with that pick. But I told you in the podcast, if you score more than 20, you beat Indy. Now, it's not quite that simple, but it kind of is. And what I mean by that is teams who, you know, Indy could beat all season or teams with poverty offenses – that aren't going to put up a lot of points, who they lose to, teams that can't score because their offense isn't good, you know. And I love my boy the stash, but Longhorn, you're the PFF guy. I'm sure he probably grades out as one of the worst starters uh, in the NFL for the season. So, I don't know. I, I don't know about that, but, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see what the win percentage – I mean, like, it was a very close game. It was just, you know, the win percentage when Andy had the ball on you know around the 10-yard line at the end of the game, I'm sure it was – I don't know. 55, 50, 50, whatever. It's probably very close to that. No, it wasn't. But anyway. It's not 50, 50 when they've got the ball at the 10 yard line and time's running like last possession. It's not 50, 50. Not when you're down by a touchdown and they weren't down a touchdown. Yes, they were. What are you talking about? They had the ball to win. But they were down by a touchdown. No. What was the final of that game? They lost by six. Okay. So if they lost by six and they got the ball in the ten yard line, a touchdown wins it. Maybe, but there still would have been time left, and right. it's fourth down. So no, you don't have a fifty. It's fourth shot. and one. <laughs> I mean, still yeah, don't okay. have a fifty. The shot. bottom was, line. Look, the bottom line is it was a very coin flip, and yes, I'd have made the same pick. It just didn't work out. All right. Well, let's see if he make the same pick on Chicago, the Sounder. Even though I told him not to do it, I told him Chicago had a poverty offense. He tried to argue with me. But I shut him down with the numbers. But, you know, he sticks to his guns. And now seeing how I was on the other <laughs> side, I'm sure none of you actually followed that pick and lost any money. But any if you did, if you did, then shame on you, really. Uh, Chicago had 192 yards of total offense, 4.2 yards per play. Fields had 11 completions, and they were 3 for 11 on third down. Look, man, the Bears are a poverty franchise. They got the number one pick. I'm sure they'll fuck it up. I don't know, Longhorn, thoughts on that pick? I'm sure you'd make it again. And uh, I mean, the Bears of course. I'm not just making picks that I'm like, oh, God, I'm only going to do this one time. I would never do this again. Yes, of course I'd make it again. just didn't work out. Loose so picks. that, boys and girls, is why he won't stop at three losses on any team in the contest. No, I can promise you that. That's not true. <laughs> I, I learn from my mistakes, but one game is not a, I mean, one game is not a mistake, and it's just not. 
Especially when, you know, it's it was within one score, and if they get the score, then, you know, they, they, they get the cover. They never came close to scoring in that game. No, they didn't. It, it wasn't even that close. So I'm not saying that, like, that <laughs> – I'm not saying that that game should have been, you know, any different. Of course not. It should have been way worse, actually. But I'm just saying the in making the picks, then, yeah, I'm, I'm not making picks that I immediately regret before the game starts. And certain, I'm certainly not going to change them right after. All right, well, numbers geek on Washington. Like I said, they weren't going to go three and zero, but honestly, didn't think that was going to be the one that lost. But which one? Huh, the Skins. No. But man, they they're beyond poverty. They need a whole new coaching <clears throat> staff. Obviously, we'll get to that in a minute. New quarterback. Basically, everything except Scary Terry needs to be re- redone, including their shitty stadium. Oh, what a poverty franchise. I got more to say to them on the look ahead, but Longhorn, thoughts on that one and the Cows rolling into the playoffs. Gardner Mishu is one of the worst starting quarterbacks. Like, I mean, Yeah, he's real bad. <clears throat> he's actually 30. Well, PFF, he's 34. So, I mean, you yeah. got you got people like Easton Stick up there that have barely played. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's at the bottom. He's not good. Um, uh, Washington, what's my thoughts on Washington? Well, my thoughts on Washington is um, – when you get a blocked field goal and then you end up, did they tie it or did did they? No, they took the lead. They, they were took, up yeah. thirteen to ten. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah, when you do that to start a game and you at home and you got all that momentum and you still fucking suck, you are like that's that that's just some. I just I don't know, man. Like that quarterback, so he's he's almost like deer in the headlights it's, it's almost criminal to put him out there at this point you know like he's not good anyway so don't get me wrong he'll never be a good he'll never be a starting caliber quarterback but you don't you can see we've seen it with darnold you know when he was with the jets we've seen quarterbacks that are on the verge of you're breaking them like he is he is shook back there in the pocket he's completely worthless as a quarterback right now and if you want to make him where he's a viable backup Gardner Minshew type starter in this, or you know, backup that can start some games, you're trying to break that. I mean, it was it's criminal to uh, keep putting him out there like that. Brissett, he should have came in, probably should have started the game. I don't really get the point, but yeah, it was uh, that was an embarrassment. That was just and and the Cowboys, oh you Cowboy fans, goddamn! I hope you fucking enjoy this because those Cowboys. I mean, we are, we've, we've been saying this all year. We, they are what they are. I thought they were going to be a Super Bowl-type team this year. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. That's completely gone. They've proven what they are this year, the same as they always are. They beat up the shitty teams, and they fucking fold against the good ones. So, it's it's uh, enjoy it now. You're probably going to squeak by Green Bay. Probably. Um, but, yeah, you, that, that meeting with San Fran is going to go the same as it always does. You going home, getting embarrassed, and another lost season. Well, since they're the number two seed, they don't have to see them into the championship game. And that's probably when it'll happen. That's fine. That's that. I mean, what's the best team? Like they beat up teams that they're better than. It's it's until they beat one that or they meet one that's not. They're not better than. That's when they get their shit pushed in. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Last thing I got on the bad. Oh, Carolina. Mm. Oh boy, look. Bryce Young didn't turn a corner. He didn't turn nothing. He threw for 94 yards. They didn't score a single point for the last eight quarters of the year of our Lord 2023. Caveat. Now, when you get done, I got a caveat. Now, I wasn't sure that that had ever been done 
So I had to look it up. It actually has been done one time before. 2008, <laughs> Cleveland Browns were shut out in weeks 16 and 17 to end the season. Now that Brown team finished 4-12, and but the good news for Carolina is the 2009 Browns, whew, they went 5-11, and baby. So improvement is on the horizon. I mean, yeah. What would you guess? I mean, we got to see what they do in the offseason, but what would you guess their season winter is going to be next year? Four Six. and a half? Six? Oof. Well, uh, no, nah, because I guess <coughs> Brushon didn't inspire any faith at all. So Maybe five and a half? Maybe five and uh, a half. Ma- maybe just because a little bit of hope. Depends on who they hire on head coach. Yeah, there's a lot of factors still, but um, uh, just the, the caveat is they did actually score two touchdowns in that game. One was called back on a penalty because, of course, that's what's going to happen to them. And the other one, well, I guess they technically didn't score the touchdown, but the the player, he just, he, I can't remember who it was. I did see the replay he broke of that. Free, I was like, Superman dive. And, of course, what bad teams do, he can't secure it, fumbles it, gets hit in the arm, fumbles it through the end zone, touchback, <laughs> no points for you, and you suck. Yeah, well, I saw the replay of that when, and I saw the guy streaking to the end zone. I was like, what game are they replaying for Carolina? They scored a touchdown because they I saw it was zero. And yeah. then I saw the ball fall out of his arms and through the end, I was like, oh no, okay. That was that was this game. Yeah. That's awesome. that's what they do. That's what they do. All right. Moving on, unless you got anything else in the bad. For the bad, um well. Um I can't remember exactly everything I said, but yeah, I think you you, you usually do a pretty good job of uh telling me everything I I do wrong. On the podcast, so I think you got it. I kick us in the balls pretty good. All right, moving on to the R, you fucking Kelly, buddy. All right, this week, that goes to the Saints while scoring in victory formation. Look, I don't give a fuck what the reasoning is. It was totally fucking classless. From a classless and That was victory formation? Victory formation. <clears throat> I'll have to go back and look. I was, I was you know, scanning. There's a bunch going on. I, I, didn't, I saw him go in, and I saw the... The scuttlebutt, you know, going on after the game, but I didn't realize it was from victory formation. Oh, yeah. From a historically poverty organization, I'm not surprised. And, of course, the Crab King, Winston, would be in on something so fucking classless because he's a gigantic piece of shit. He always <clears throat> has been. He always fucking will be. Winston I'm does glad- not make that call. That's not a... He did. He, he did made that the- call. Him, he went to the head coach and said, Hey, coach... We want to get so-and-so a touchdown. And the coach's like, no, you fucking idiot. Kneel on the ball. The game is over. And no Winston went to the huddle way. and went to the offensive line. Like, hey, y'all want to get this guy a touchdown? Y'all want to get this guy a touchdown? Who want to get this guy a touchdown? And so they go into victory formation and then fucking hand it off from victory formation for like oh a one-yard plunge. And Atlanta's just standing there going, what the fuck? Just What are y'all doing? Yeah. So that just shows you right there oh, yeah. how little respect Allen has by those, I mean, could you imagine for one fucking second that if Belichick or Shanahan or Tomlin told his backup shit ass quarterback no. not to do something, and he turns around and says, "Yeah, fuck that, <clears throat> I'm doing it anyway." No, in a million zillion years, that would never ever fucking happen. But when you're a fucking piece of shit like Allen, and you have a bunch of classless fucking players like Winston and the rest of those fucking clowns in your team. That's what happens. I'm so fucking glad they missed the playoffs. I don't give a fuck if they were my stupid Super Bowl pick. <laughs> Karma comes back to you and that kind of shit. That's why, that's why, Jameis, you ain't never going to be shit ever. 
Because you're a fucking classless piece of shit. You always fucking have been. So that's that makes so much more sense now that uh, that it not not that Arthur Smith was upset because I saw that part and, and my initial reaction. To oh that, yeah, he was pissed. Well, my initial reaction with to that was like, oh shut the fuck up, like you got to stop people. But I didn't realize it was from uh, Victory Formation, and also I was kind of confused at actually the the coach Allen's response to Arthur Smith. I was like. He's like saying, I know, I know, I get it. I was like, bruh, what are you saying that for? Say, dude, tell him to fuck right off and play defense. But now it makes more sense. Like, I completely get it now. Yeah, they returned the interception, which the guy was trying to score an interception return. That's fine. Fuck it. Make a tackle. He's trying, It's a defensive player. He wants to score touchdowns last yeah. game of the season. Yeah. Whatever. This is pro fucking football. This ain't college. So, But he got tackled on the one. There's less than a minute left. He sends Winston in. Victory formation. They're like, hey, coach, we want to get – he's like, no, dumbass. Kneel on the fucking ball. They say, go oh, fuck yourself. Man. And here's the other thing. They didn't line – if they would have lined up, right, even in a with regular, all of that, if they would lined formation. up in a formation yeah. and ran a play and they didn't stop them, then I'm with you. Whatever. It's shitty, but it's pro football. Go fuck yourself. But, no, they had to go fucking Penn State just pussy-wise <laughs> on it and line up in victory and then fucking hand it off. They did everything the worst way possible. And, what well, I mean, it doesn't – I mean, I'm sure Allen's going to be fired. Uh, Winston's going to be I don't know. The word is backup. now that Allen's safe. Oh, thank God. Thank good. That, that just – Yeah, I mean, that's that a just good guar- That guarantees me not having to, you know, pick them next year. So – you know that they were right behind New England with four losses of their own. So that's ten losses between two teams. That's kick ass. Oh man, the Saint, the dude, the, you weren't alone though. The Saints, I lost some of the Saints, dude. The, the Saints were a sharps darling all year. And if you look at them in our power rankings, they should have made the playoffs over a lot of fucking teams that did. But they can't get their shit together. And now I know why. Their coach has no control over that team. That alone should get him fucking fired. That that alone should get him fired. I mean, yeah, you can't have fucking players making their own minds up out there that is that is ridiculous do you have the i'm trying to pull it up real quick to see if it'll even let me the ats record for for uh new orleans this year i can get it uh but let's if you got anything else on that or no they were six and six ten and one ats so that's better yeah, than i would have guessed that's 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 hard to pick wins out of six ten and one that no, is That'd be cherry picking at its finest. That's it for me. All right, boys and girls, that was the good, the bad, and the hard. You fucking kidding me. All right, boys and girls, time to look ahead. Oh, it is playoff time. Super wild card weekend, as it's called now. I don't know what makes it so super, but they said it, so I'm repeating it. Uh, Some news get tidied up, though, as we end the season. Ron Rivera fired. um, Look, he was fired three months ago, but through some glitch in payroll, he continued to get a check. So the boys in accounting just fixed the glitch today. So Mm. he won't be coming to work anymore. Uh, (laughs) On a serious note, though, I told you guys that I heard from someone that I trusted that it was agreed that this would be the last year uh, for him after the Giants lost in Week 11. A win there at home, you know, as favorites, would have made them – Five and six in the season, but they lost to go four and seven. That was pretty much the rest of the season. I said on the Thanksgiving pod, which was the next week, they're a dead team walking with a fired coaching staff who knew they were fired, and I did take the Cows laying the touchdowns at home. And they lost by 35, and they didn't win another game the rest of the year and only covered 
one spread, and that's because Brissett came in and almost beat the Jets after they were down by a fucking million. Look, I do like the fact that the new ownership of the team was forward-thinking enough to realize that letting Rivera and his coaching staff serve out that season was the right call multiple levels. For one, a coach who knows he's fired, but you let him collect a check and save face, he's going to do what's right by the organization, which includes not starting Brissett. You mentioned that earlier. Uh, because he might actually fuck up and win you a game. And hmm. secondly, it makes you look Good like point. a classy organization because you didn't fire a cancer survivor midseason on a team that was going fucking nowhere anyway. So overall, it actually gives me hope for the Skins going forward. They are they have already requested to interview one of the best candidates, in my opinion, that's out there, the offensive coordinator for Detroit. They've got the number two overall pick. Obviously, they need a quarterback. Uh, if they do their due diligence scouting these guys and fall in love with them, then you got to take them. If they don't love any of these guys, then you got to trade that fucking pick. They literally need every single position group on both sides of the ball to improve. Uh, Longhorn, early thoughts on what do you think the skins do with number two? Number oh, two. Oh God, it's like an it's a no brainer. They got they've got to either they got to scout Drake May and they got to scout Jaden Daniels. And they got to figure out if they hire the the kid Ben Johnson from Detroit. They got to figure out and let him, like let yes. let this dude decide what fits his system better, what quarterback he thinks will work with his system better. And you know, based on what I've seen, it kind of seems like Jaden Daniels would be a better fit. But I mean, again, that's that's I, I'm not an expert at that. But um, yeah, just let this dude pick a quarterback. Ride that you know five year window of a, of a rookie quarterback and and just and just keep building because that's the, the the Redskins are perennial perennial top ten picks you know seem very every, much a poverty franchise yes just always up there you got to get this quarterback position right so yeah they cannot pass up this opportunity they have to take one of those quarterbacks whoever it is let let the coach decide. Yep, I love that. And the other positive thing that came out of all that was obviously you let, you know, the kiddo, uh, what's his name, your boy, you let him have his season. And I know, like you said, he was had PTSD by the end of it. Oh, God. But at least now there's no delusions of grandeur that he could be your guy going forward. Sometimes you see that, especially with these poverty franchises. Yeah. They ended the season like, oh, he had a couple of flash plays and – the last couple of games, you really start to turn it on. You know, that's how you end up giving contracts out to fucking Danny Dimes. And that's how this kid ended up with the starter for the season to begin with. He came on last year, had a couple of good games, flash, you know, a couple of flashes. You know, that that's the worst thing possible is to do that. The best thing is just to hit the fucking reset button. And that's what they're doing uh, yet again. The only downside to uh, that is that Rivera probably is going to have cancer again after sitting through this season. So it's oh god, that's 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 not good for your for your cancer when you got to <laughs> you got to sit through a season like that. Oh, Atlanta's coach is fired. Of course <clears throat> he is. Uh, Carolina's GM's fired. Look, man, I actually think Carolina is the new Washington. I think they've got an owner who's out of control, <laughs> whose ego is clearly as big as his goddamn we'll bank account. We'll see who they hire. Well, that's that's TBD. We'll see, but they got a quarterback who literally cannot play in this league. He finished 29th out of 30 qualifying QB qualifying QBs in QBR, right ahead of Zach Wilson and right behind Mac Jones. They have no draft capital in the near future. Longhorn, I don't know what the path is going forward for this franchise, but 
it's it's a rocky one. I'll tell them that. It's not looking great. Not looking great. I mean, like it it would be, dude. It would be fucking something if, like, let's say, let's say for whatever reason, like a Bo Nix fell to the first pick in the second round, and just say fuck this reset motherfucker we're taking bone bo nicks and uh, uh yeah you can back them up competition in camp competition is good i don't look after living through the washington situation with snyder up there everything i hear out of carolina and how difficult and what an asshole this owner is i mean it's literally like 2.0 it's the same fucking dude and i could promise you after watching it for 20 years <laughs> Nothing, nothing, nothing will improve with that kind of leadership up top. It's only going to get worse or stay the same and be fucking terrible. You might have a pocket from here to there where it's maybe not so bad. Maybe you win a division or two. You will never have stability. You'll never get a coach that's worth a shit that wants to fucking stay and work for that fucking asshole for more than three or four years. You know, so good luck developing a quarterback. Good luck finding a fucking quarterback. It's it's a shit storm when your owner is a fucking egomaniac and an asshole and so i think that's what they got man just for shits and giggles the as we're, as we're coming down to the end of the season and <clears throat> we get ready for draft season coming up in april and we will be in detroit for the draft and stay tuned for all those shenanigans but just for fun the top through top three projected picks as of right now are all quarterbacks caleb williams to chicago drake may to washington and Jaden daniels to those new england Patriots. Yeah, I can see that actually happening as well. Yep. All right, right injury-wise, <clears throat> a couple of things. T.J. Watt, done for the Steelers, so their season is about to end. Uh, oh, yeah. Laporta <clears throat> is doubtful for the Lions. Uh, Longhorn, I don't know. How how big a blow really is that to their oh, offense? Oh, my God. Dude, he's it, – it's they have no deep threat, number one. They've been kind of dealing with that for the most of the year. Khalif Raymond plays that role a little bit. Jameson Williams had some moments this year, but he's out too, right? Um, they say he might be back. Khalif Raymond though is not, so we'll see how that plays out going forward. But dude, fucking Laporte, Laporta is the fucking man. Like that, you know, you when the top the style of offense that they have, where it's it's run the ball and possession passing. Uh, you know, you've got Amon St. Brown. Outside of that, it's not a lot. So when you take out the only other you know, kind of chain-moving player, and you have no consistent deep threats over the top, it's going to condense his offense for sure. It was one of the worries I had about this team coming into this year. Laporta was a, you know, pleasant surprise for a rookie to come in and and do what he did. Um, But And they drew – who'd they draw? The Rams. The Rams. Oh, God, what a great game that's going to be. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a big loss. But I haven't heard that he's for sure out. Have you? No, no, no. He's he's doubtful at this moment, but it's not not for sure that he's out. Yeah, I've I've heard both ways. I think I've heard people say, yeah, he's gonna do whatever he's got to do. He's gonna get out there. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I expect him to play. He's a rookie. He's a young kid, and it's not devastating structurally, from what I understand. So yeah. I figure he'll make it out there. But yeah, Watts, bye bye. Um, Longhorn, you got. So I'm gonna say this up front. I don't have anything to give out right now, but I am going to make. I promise all of you right now, I will make a best bet on every game on the big podcast because, boys mm-hmm. and girls, if you don't have any money on a playoff game, does it really exist? I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So, of yeah. course, I'm going to have a best bet on every 
single game for you, but I'm not going to give you anything tonight. Longhorn, what do you have? Do you have anything to give them? A little look ahead. Oh, my God. You know I do. You fucking know I do. Hold on. If I could uh, click on the right screen here. Where is it at? Okay. So, I have one, two, three, four. I have five teaser legs already put in for this week. I took the Houston Texans up to nine. Not it's you know not the classic eight and a half, but you know that could tick down. So I, I got them at nine, and um, yeah, they're two and a half right now. Okay, so you know I figured it would tick down, so I got them at nine. I took Miami, and these are all these are all individual teaser legs. I've, I've told you y'all, y'all know by now. Y'all been listening all year. Uh, Miami, I bought them up six and a half points. I took them to ten. Miami, you said you got six and a, oh yeah, I took them. I took them. They were three and a half. Uh, which is definitely this is not Stanford Wong, and that's fine. It's playoff time, so because there were three and a half, I didn't want to do the standard six to get to just nine and a half. So I was like, hey, let me let me do the six and a half. Still three and a half. Yeah, so I took them to ten. Nice round number. We'll see what happens. That I took the cows down to one and a half from seven and a half. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, and then I took the Rams up to nine from three. Yep. And then I took the Buccaneers up to eight and a half from two and a half. Tampa Bay, they're at three right now. So okay, so these are all individuals. There's five plays. If you want to mix and match right now, and just go ahead and put them in as full plays right now, you can mix and match however you want. There are there are um, wheel options with teasers. I don't have them on the books that I have, but I've heard about them. It's a, um, it's basically like a round robin, except with teasers. Now, if you if you put five round ro- or you put five teaser legs into a wheel with teasers, I think I think that ends up being like I don't know, uh, fifteen bets. So you know you got to be a little careful with that. But um, you know the same same concept with the round robin is like if you win, you know half of them or more than then you, you get into the positive EV. If you win all of them, then you fucking crush. So um that, those How are my do the teasers do in the playoffs. Uh, well we're we're in virgin territory here. So uh the, I, the teasers were new to me that or not new but like really digging in and, and trying to become a teaser expert. These are that's new to me. So uh we'll we'll learn together. How about that? Sounds good Peter. <laughs> all right, but tell them about the fabulous website one more time. All right, episode number 184. Almost had him, almost had him. Is in the books. Go to the website, footballgloryhole.com, and I don't know, just just check it out because the season's almost over. But you can email in info at thefootballgloryhole.com, and um, we'll hook you up with some uh, postseason. Get a surprise 3-0. Yeah, you get a surprise three and zero. There are there will be free picks on the website still, so there's it's not like there's nothing to see there. But um, do that, subscribe, share with your friends, do any of these things to be we become partners for life and both Stevas as always in a mostly non-sexual way. People, stop throwing away your hard on money on a guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend. And join in on the fun of watching football, drinking beer, and never pay a bookie again. Come on. Ah, damn it, people. Never pay a bookie again. Steven Tyler, take yourself, baby. Come on.